Welcome back to the Technology and Worship Podcast, where we talk everything technology in worship. And I'm here, my name is Eric, and I'm here with my good buddy, Benji Satorius. And today we are going to talk through building a system for service operation workflow. Yes, yes we are. We are... uh talking about planning center services in uh, specifically services. They have a lot of uh, other options in their system, but we are talking on services. And so services, if you don't know, is a great tool to build and organize a service order and scheduling volunteers uh, loading in music for your band to rehearse. You can build your ProPresenter file from Planning Center. There's just, a, it's a huge tool to use that can really keep everybody organized. Fun fact about Planning Center being used. My first memory of it was here, and I believe it was implemented by Pastor Jason. It at was the time. long time ago. I believe. He was using it for his high school ministry, I believe, and Spy Kids, which is our week-long day camp here at Mission Bible Church. We were using it there long before we were actually using it for our actual services. Because I know in my situation at Harvest and here before that, it was pretty much a printed spreadsheet Yes, I believe it was a Word document, Word document as far as the order of service. Funny thing is, it almost looks, the printout of what Carlos made back then almost looked the same as what Planning Center prints out now. Like we had, we had times, we had the order, and it was just laid out uh, almost identical, which is pretty, pretty funny. And then we did our volunteer scheduling through Excel is what we use. So we just kind of build out a, um, each weekend and then the positions that are needed. Post it somewhere, email then it po- to the yeah. team. Yep, we'd email that out and then print it off and basically have that posted in the uh, in the SAN booth. So that was um, probably seven, seven plus years ago. Wow. So... So yeah, we're definitely not saying that Planning Center is the only way to schedule your services and volunteers, but we are saying it's a great tool and we are going to dive deep in to using Planning Center because it's a great tool for not only putting together your order of service and seeing the times for how long each item is supposed to last, but it's also a great tool for scheduling your teams building templates and storing media files for your teams to reference. Wouldn't it be great if you could just snap your fingers and immediately you'd get people more involved at your church? Picture it. People would press in during worship. They'd be fully focused during your sermons and they would be excited to hear announcements. This is the wish of many churches because we all know the struggles of getting the attention of our community. That's where our friends at Church Motion Graphics can help. CMG equips churches with a large library of eye-catching graphics for worship, sermons, announcements, and more that will help you get attention. 
and move your community forward in their faith. With just a few clicks, your church can start looking great, reaching more people and getting more involvement than ever. Head over to churchmotiongraphics.com today. So let's first start with uh, the building of a service. So a service order. And maybe more specifically, let's start with why we should have some sort of order of service. I can speak a little bit on that, and then Eric can uh, fill in anything that I may have forgotten. So we talked, I think it was like episode one or two of how important it is to be organized in your tech booth and keeping uh, your equipment organized and um, shows responsibility and things like that. That's more or less equipment-wise, but building an order of service is just as important, if not more important, to keep everybody on the same page. When you do a church service, there are a lot of volunteers that are involved. Communicating the order of service through Planning Center is just a very easy way to do that. And it's important to do that, whether it's through Planning Center or Word or Pages or Excel or whatever you might use. It's very important to uh, build an order of service. So you know, your 5, 10, 15, 30 people that are volunteers that are serving for that weekend across the entire service. So that's bands, that's maybe your ushers, that's your production team, that's whoever is involved. Um, so that's, that can be a very large team. Super important to make sure everyone's on the same, same page. They know, okay, after this song is another song or a video or offering or whatever it might be. So everyone knows what's coming next and maybe who is who specifically is leading that specific piece of the of the service. And while you can make a printout of this, one of the best features I find is that it live updates and there is an app available for your phone or your tablet. Yep. Got to save on that paper. So just <laughs> pull out the application on your device. We're, we're in a digital world nowadays. Yeah. And if there was a change, you can see that happen in, Almost re- basically real, in real time. time. Yep. And you can get all the notes. Uh, as the leaders of the team, you can add notes. And as a volunteer, you can read what the notes are know who's doing what and what they'll need. Yep. So our workflow here at Mission is typically we work by a quarter, so a quarter of the year. And so we take and build out our order of service for an entire quarter. We schedule our volunteer team by quarter, and that's production and the greeters and basically our first impressions team, which is a lot of members and the band. And so we build that by quarter. And so that gives everyone enough time to rehearse the songs if they're on the uh, worship team, to listen to the songs if they're on the tech team so they know the songs and the order of the song and things like that. So you can load that music into Planning Center so everyone is, again, on the same page. And so we we build out for the quarter, which is a little... Um, it's a big undertaking because you're talking, you know, three months basically at a time and um, making sure people are putting in blackout dates. So when mm. you're scheduling volunteers, some people like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow, let alone 
two months from now. So it, it's a little difficult, but it's... But uh, some people do plan very they well do. ahead ahead, and they it do. is a great feature. They do. And so, yeah, so we work by quarter and build out, build out our services and volunteer teams that way. Some people work weekly. Some people do monthly. We've just been doing quarter for as long as I can remember, and it's just worked really well for us. How do you guys do your scheduling and all that at Harvest? Ours is somewhat similar, but also very different. (laughs) We are scheduling what I would call in just chunks. So we schedule about eight weeks ahead of time, the volunteer side of it. Got it. But we are not necessarily planning all of the songs that far ahead of time. Okay. Um, but yeah, similar process. Yeah. Block out dates. Everyone can know ahead of time when they're scheduled right. versus just one week ahead of time. Yeah. Except on that rare occasion that someone drops out and you need to ask someone to fill in, but that's going to happen. Sure. Yeah, we also have a worship planning meeting that meets every Monday. And so we discuss the previous weekend that just happened, the good, the bad, everything, what went well. Um, And then we usually work, we look the week ahead and sometimes two or three weeks ahead just to see, okay, what is there anything that's needed in the service uh, to help support the message or anything else? Uh, we also talk about arrangements. Do we, you know, the message that, you know, whoever's preaching that weekend might say, oh, this would be a really good weekend to have a song at the end of the sermon or whatever, whatever it might be. So we take a look at the order of service, even though it's been built out for, a, you know, a month or two or three at this point, but we still can fine tune and make adjustments as as needed. But yeah, the the nuts and bolts, the the nitty-gritty of the services typically planned by quarter. And you may be in more of a context like I am currently, where the format doesn't change too often for the service flow, but it's still a great tool to use yeah. to keep it organized and make sure everyone knows. Like, Because we do add baptism and insert that in there. Sure. Not every week. We don't do that every week. Yep. Or communion. So things like that will change. And obviously the songs themselves will change and the message will change but it's still a great tool right yeah for i would say for a while we basically had like a an a service and a b service as far as like the order either music was at the top of the service and the sermon basically finished the service or our b service if you want to call it that would be maybe one or two songs at the top and then the sermon and then music to follow we've kind of gotten away from that a little bit we're we're trying to add more variety just so we're not just stuck in basically an, an a, a pattern a pattern or a b pattern we've really been trying to stretch ourselves a little bit doing it that way our morse campus since it is newer they actually try to mix things up quite a bit and so it's almost never the same oh which really is, which is pretty cool yeah eric swanson who's the campus pastor there loves change and does not like anything the same Ever, which is a little bit different because, like I just said, we we were kind of in that A B service order type. It's been really cool to see that implemented, and I think it's good because you know people 
that are attending the service, if they know, oh, there's always four songs and then always the announcements. Then, then they get lazy and they, they come in. They don't listen. They don't minutes pay attention late. as much. They come in late. They know, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll miss the music. It's okay. Or whatever. Yeah, the other day, I shouldn't say the other day, a couple of weeks ago, we actually had, I believe, one song and then communion. And it ruffled some feathers, let's just Really? Say. Yeah. They're so like, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. It, like people don't like change because they get comfortable and all this type of stuff. But change is good because it gets you out of your comfort zone a little bit. And yeah, so you don't know what's always coming next. So, but yeah, especially if you make changes like that, it's super important to have an order of service. You know, if it's Clear always the communication. same. Good communication is important. So, Eric, let's talk next about adding volunteers into planning center services. It's important to add your volunteers and your staff team into planning center services for that communication to happen. Um, so, you once you've created your planning center account, you head over to the people tab. And from there, it's really self-explanatory. You go ahead and you click add person. And once you click add person, you're greeted with this little box where you can type in their name and then you create a new person off of that name. And then you get another dial-up window. Yes, like dial-up internet that you can type in their email address, their phone number, and a few other characteristics like their birthday and that kind of thing. Um, because everyone that you're adding into this list is still a person and people like to know that they're cared for. Yeah, and when they're scheduled, well, let's actually step back. When you assign them or schedule them to a specific uh, team t- service, service, they get an email that will say, hey, You've been uh, scheduled to serve on such and such weekend on such and such team. Do you accept or decline? And hopefully, we all like to see green check marks on Planning Center. They accept it. Green is good. No one likes the decline button. I would say maybe before we go into that, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but it's super important that people put in their blackout dates. And so blackout dates are dates that that volunteer knows that they are out of town, they're on vacation, they're working. In other words, they're not available to serve for that weekend. And so like I was saying earlier, where we do the quarterly scheduling, typically a few weeks before the next quarter, I'll shoot a message out to my team, which we use Slack for that. For those that don't have a good way to communicate with your teams, Slack is a very useful tool and the best of it is free. So, yeah, so we use Slack. I'll shoot a message out to them and say, hey, get your blackout dates in for the next quarter and please have this done by such and such day. And then they do that. Then I go in and I build out my team for the next quarter, basically. So the production team. I only schedule the production team. So my audio guys, my pro presenter team, video team, and I do that at both campuses. So from there, then when they get scheduled, you can send out an email blast. And then everyone gets an email that says, hey, you've been scheduled for such and such date. And like I said, hopefully they all hit accept 
because at this point they've all put their blackout dates in. So there mm. should really be no reason to yep. hit the decline button. But some people still do. Wah, wah, wah. But anyways, so then they get an email, accept, they click accept, and then you can set up reminders that when it's their weekend to serve, they will get a text. If they have their phone number put in the planning center, they'll get a text reminder and an email reminder. And so they get a reminder that says, hey, you're serving this weekend. Um, Be at church at whatever time um, there's supposed to be there. So, so yeah, so there's a lot that goes on when you're scheduling volunteers. So it's good to put all those people in, not just use it for an order of service, but get your volunteers in, get all their information put in there. Assign them to a team. Assign them to a team. Or multiple teams. Yep. And then all their information's in, so then they get all these reminders on weekends that they're scheduled to serve. Okay, so now that we've talked about building an order of service, and we've talked about scheduling and all of that stuff and the reminders and all that. From there, you can actually build your ProPresenter order of service directly from Planning Center, which is super cool. So all you got to do is go into the preference settings and go to your services tab and sign into Planning Center services. And then from there, you can see all the weekends that are built out on planning center so then you can select your weekend hit i believe it's import and then it will send all those basically that order of service to pro presenter and it'll automatically link up based on uh, the files that you've previously uploaded into planning center or the ccli information it'll grab that song in particular from your library and link it into your new playlist that you've just created. It's not just by CCLI anymore. Oh. So you can just, la- so if you label, let's just say message from, or on Planning Center, and you have a presentation labeled message, message. it's got to be the exact same. So message in ProPresenter, when you download your um, Planning Center file to ProPresenter, it will link the message presentation automatically. Oh, great. So I think, I don't know if that's new with just ProPresenter 7 or if that was a hidden uh, update that they did within Pro7. I know with ProPresenter 6, it was linked by the CCLI. So if it didn't have a CCLI number that matched, it would not pull up the message presentation. Which is, that's a super, super cool feature because before I had to go in and like basically manually link announcements and dismissal and the sermon and all that stuff. But now it automatically pulls out. Bada bing, bada boom. Super quick, super quick. So yeah, so it pulls in, builds your order of service from however you have it in Planning Center. You can, you can hide Items. So if you have something in Planning Center that you don't necessarily are going to use in ProPresenter, you can hide it, which then it just is gone. If it's still a Planning Center linked file, you cannot change the order of service within ProPresenter. But but you can within Planning Center. Yes. Uh, So all you got to do is just open up your Planning Center app 
on your phone or computer, change the arrangement, hit the little refresh button on Pro 7, and it will update it, which is super cool. Now, do you leave yours in the planning center format or do you convert them? I used to convert because I would always add things or delete things. And before, you could not remove couldn't do the hide feature. Correct. When I would change my order, I'd have to convert it to a ProPresenter file. Now, with the ability to hide it, I actually just leave it as a Planning Center file now. And I think that also helps with the volunteer. They can't change the order of service on ProPresenter by accident because it's still a Planning Center file. Yeah. So, which sometimes is you you know you want to make a quick switch you can just you know drag and drop it in planning in pro presenter um which is great but we use the planning center live feature which we'll talk about in a little bit i don't make just the change in pro presenter cuz then it doesn't match on the services live feature so that's a really good point though but yeah about- leaving it with linked to planning center the operator can't accidentally click and drag just by accident. Because it's easy to. It, it's super, very easy It's to. super easy to. And so they can't accidentally mess up the order of service. Which when you're automating your slides like we are, right? it can be very, that could be very annoying. It yep. hasn't happened to us, but I, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think that's ever happened to us either where like an operator accidentally clicked and dragged. But it's just one of those things that, why why let something happen before you prevent it from happening? Sure. Prevent it from happening from the start so it just doesn't ever happen. So, yeah. So, we we leave it linked to Planning Center. Cool. Do you guys build your... We build ours with the Planning Center import feature. Yeah. But I have a kind of old naming system structure, I guess you could say. That I could update now, knowing that it would link everything. Oh, you're talking about like your presentation library? Yeah, the actual within... presentation library within ProPresenter. Yes. Some of them are named like Announcements 1, Announcements 2. Got it. As far as where they're at in service, even though that might not be what it actually is anymore. Yep. Yeah, so if you actually kept that naming structure and you did have, let's just say, multiple announcements within a service in planning center, just put announcements one, announcements two, and it would pull those in. Yep. So, or we use the phrase parting words at the end of the service, like, hey, thanks for being here. Here are a couple final thoughts. Yep. But I have that labeled in planning center as announcements three, parting words. Really, Uh, I just need to get rid of announcements announcements three three, and it'll link up. And then it'll link up automatically. Super slick. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, without that, it's still pretty easy to just oh, it is. Yep. link, 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 and yep. you're done. Yeah, it's basically if if there's a song in that you have that's let's just say a new song that you don't have in ProPresenter, once you add it through song select, so we use song select to add new songs, which you can um, there's a new feature now where you can do multi-tracks, but we still use the song select option. Once you have that song in your library, it's just drag and drop, and you're set to go. You can also link the arrangements of your songs from services to ProPresenter. Yes. However, in my experience, 
I can speak to at least. It doesn't always honestly link the best and I'm still trying to figure out if there's a great way of doing that. Yep. So generally I end up uh, myself Basically or man- worship manually doing your arrangement, making an arrangement. Yep. We don't, we also don't use the arrangement feature from planning center. Not because we have had a bad experience. We just never have done it. So we actually, most of our songs, we almost always do the same. So we literally only have one arrangement. And so we just right click on the song, go to arrangement, click on, it's usually labeled main or normal, and then done. So Ours like, is default or full song. Yeah. Every so, there's a few songs in our library that like our youth group will use and they'll do a different arrangement or our Spy Kids Day Camp will do the same song but in a different arrangement. But most of our songs, we only have one arrangement. So it's just easy to right-click on the three, four, five songs we do and go to our single arrangement and then done. We still do build the arrangement within services. Got it. As far as you so know, your, verse one, verse two, so that the team, your team knows the knows, order. Yep. But as far as just the labeling structure within planning center and the two. pro presenter is just something's a little goofy yeah. there. Yep. So it's it's labeled. Everyone knows the order, whether you're on the platform or in the production. But just that linking feature isn't quite right. Yeah. So we we did hint a little bit earlier on the re- the rehearsal side of. Your for your band members and your production team. For those that don't know, you can load the music tracks straight into Planning Center, and you can load PDF as for, the PDFs as far as the music into Planning Center. So your band and and you can also do your arrangements. Can so, also link uh, like YouTube videos, YouTube videos or yep. URLs. Yep, um, which is really nice because. Uh, the Christian world of music, for those that don't know, I think every artist decides to um, do their own arrangement on literally every single Christian song out there. So there's like 30 versions of every song out there. This is true. Because totally they're all collaborating true. with each other. So then they all <laughs> Which is great. The there's song. really good uh, versions of songs out there that are not the original. It's great. But as a band member... If you pull up one version of a song from YouTube, but we're actually practicing this other version, it may or may not line up right. And you just spent your weeks or however many hours rehearsing the wrong version yeah. of the song that we're actually going to do on Sunday. Um, it's kind of frustrating as a volunteer. And so it's super nice to be able to find either the YouTube version or the MP3 or whatever version of the song that you are doing, load that into Planning Center, so then your band members know, okay, now I'm rehearsing with the correct version. And we also have a subscription to playback, multi-tracks yep. stuff. So that also has a link way to both um, Planning Center and ProPresenter. Um, so within the file section, everyone can have access to the stems that they need to rehearse as well, which is pretty fun. We don't actually do that part of it yet, but I've looked into it. So we do have, we use playback, but we don't have the 
we don't have the feature to send the stems and all that out to our team, team. quite yet. So another good thing is for the production team, they can also go into the weekend service that they're serving on. And I always encourage our team to listen to the music as well. So Absolutely. Not, not just for the band, but for the tech team as well. So video team knows, okay, there's an instrumental that is an electric guitar lead during this part of the song. So I should probably have a camera ready to cut to the electric guitar player. Yeah, don't show the drummer during an electric guitar solo. That doesn't <laughs> quite make sense. No, no, it doesn't. Or a, p- a piano For a vocalist singing that actually is not singing during the instrumental. Yes, now, we, we've made that mistake. There's nothing, tip. in my opinion, there's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with going to a singer that might be like visually worshiping during an instrumental, but... I would not stay on that person for very long because then it's for just kind the of entire <laughs> instrumental. It's a little awkward, maybe. So maybe uh, cut to a keyboard or electric guitar, whatever might be playing during that instrumental. So it's it's good for the video team. It's good for the presenter app also, so they know okay, there's an instrumental. So we have a blank slide in place where there would be an instrumental. So. They know, okay, this instrumental is uh, four measures long or um, sometimes it's like five-minute instrumental, which we usually chop those down because that's yeah, just obnoxious. Yeah, it's a little long. But anyways, uh, and also obviously the audio team. So they know, okay, there's an electric guitar lead or this is an acoustic lead or whatever it might be. So they're able to prepare before they can or before they arrive at church for the weekend. And reading those notes, you can also know Okay, yep, this is where the vocal solo is, the male vocal lead. Oh, you refer to planning center, you see, okay, Kevin's singing that vocal lead. So you know, okay, I got to turn up Kevin's Let's go, Kevin. You've got this. Kevin's going. Way to go, Kevin. Good job, Kevin. Yes, so the, the music that is imported into planning center is not just for the band or the vocals. It's... It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Next, Planning Center Services Live. Yes. What the is live that? What functionality is, that, is a way for you to stay organized and on time every time. Every time. Um, if you're in an environment that is very time-driven and is striving for excellence in that way. It's a great tool to be able to just navigate the service and see, okay, we scheduled two minutes for our announcements. But they were actually 20 but minutes. But they were actually 20 minutes. <laughs> because, you know, the whoever's giving announcements, they get bombarded at, on their way to the stage to give announcements. Hey, hey, can you... Can announce you, this other thing. I'll Don't forget you, this. I'll give you five bucks if you announce this for me. <laughs> so it's a great way to time manage and make sure that you're representing that time slot efficiently. So you can click through that and that's how it's designed is to do a left, right arrow, back button, next. Next and previous. And previous. However, this man across the table from me (laughs) was genius and was like, how do you 
automate that. Basically, I want a robot to take over my life. Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes, I did automate that. Um, Let's take a step back first and really describe what the live feature is. So anyone that has the planning services app on their phone or even on their web page on their computer, there's a typically it's a little antenna looking guy, or I believe there's a button that says services live. You can click that on the weekend that you're scheduled. And basically it's a countdown timer of the order of service. Now, going back to when you build your order of service, you do have to put in approximate time lengths for each of those items or the services live feature won't really work. Uh, When you link songs through Planning Center, it does have, it pulls the time from the recording from the version that you get. So that part of it's mostly done unless you're changing the song quite a bit. Um, But features or the the items like announcements and the sermon and whatever else there might be offering, those you you would have to manually type in. And then from there, when you are going through your service, those timers are going to start rolling and counting. So uh, from there, there's also another way to see the Planning Center services is through ProPresenter on the stage display confidence monitor screen. Do you guys use that feature at Harvest? The, have, have you? No, we have separate timers built in yeah. ProPresenter. We started using the the timer a long time ago, like initially, and it just, it didn't, again, this was back with ProPresenter 6, but it just never seemed to always be linked and working correctly. I decided, well, let's forget that. And so we added timers manually through the count, through the stage display, through um, ProPresenter. But yeah, so we automate our countdown, our planning center timer, which is really handy. You don't have to do it this way, but like Eric was saying earlier, you would have to have somebody basically manually hitting the next button after every item of the service is over. Which if you're running a small team, it can be difficult to multitask. Sure. Even with a big team, I mean, if I was that person, I'd get kind of bored because all I have to do is just hit the next button after every item. It's like, really? Is this all I'm good for is just to hit the next button button. or previous if I hit it too fast? Now, don't get me wrong. It's a super important piece of the puzzle, especially for those that are running a very tight uh, time schedule, multiple services, whatever it might be, or multiple campuses if you're syncing things up. It's a very, very important piece of the puzzle. But I'm like, man, if I'm just pushing the next button, I, I hope I'm better than I can do something else. But... It's hard to... We aren't using it. Neither of us are using it in this way probably too much. Maybe I shouldn't speak for you, but you can do live communication within you the can. services yes. app as well. Uh, or the within the services live, live. portion There's of the There's a chat app. box for anyone that's logged in. They can chat. Correct. We use those on... Uh, special occasion special services, occasions. Christmas, Easter, things like that. If we're, we really need to communicate, typically just the backstage 
because our whole production team is on an uh, intercom system anyway, so we can chat. We don't necessarily need to take the time to pull a keyboard up and type out whatever it might be. You probably lose track of where you are yeah. in the service. Yeah, by so the it's, time you it's type more or less if we need to talk to backstage or somebody that might not be on comm, and, but they have the app open. So we have automated our client center services live feature, which has been amazing. 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 A game changer as well. <laughs> A game changer. Because like, it basically works every time, all the time. And if it doesn't, it is a simple previous it's, or it's next. It's still a previous or next click. But uh, So what we do is we have a MIDI note on basically the first slide of every presentation in the order of service. And so what that does is On that, Pro Presenter. On Pro Presenter, sorry. And that sends a MIDI queue to QLab, which then converts a MIDI note to an Apple script. And then that sends an Apple script communication protocol out to Safari, which has Planning Center Services live open and running. And it's basically saying, go hit the next button on Safari. It has to be on Safari. I have been unable to get it to work on Chrome. So... Uh, you have to run it on an Apple computer, obviously. But it works awesome. 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 Every time. Every all time. The- if you'd like to get your hands on this script to automate Planning Center Services Live, head over to BenjiSatorius.com. That is B-E-N-J-Y-S-A-T-O-R-S.com. And from there, you can actually purchase a script for QLab or Oscillator or Bohm, and you can get 20% off any of those files. So head over there, purchase a script in the coupon code, type in podcast20, that's the number two zero. You will get 20% off one of those scripts. But it works awesome. 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 Every time, Every time. all the time. Now, one downside to it is if they click the first slide. Multiple times. Two times, <laughs> it will skip to the next uh, or well, I should say two piece two presentations, uh, which every so ho- every so often happens. But it's a simple click on the previous button, and we're back on schedule. It doesn't mess the timers up at all because the timers are still the t- same time. It's just saying, oh, you actually did this five minute song in four seconds because you hit the button twice early. Yeah, but you go back. And the timer is right back to where it would have been if he didn't hit it twice. It's super important for us because we actually run Planning Center Services Live all over our building. So we have a screen. We have an iPad at front of house that's running it for our audio guy. We've got another, we have a Surface Pro in our production room for our video team. We've got a computer running it down in our broadcast room for our audio broadcast guy. We've got another screen back in our green room for our band or anyone else that is going up on stage or or just got off stage. They know I was two minutes long or whatever it might be. And then uh, if we have music at the beginning and the end, sometimes our worship team, they might go grab coffee or something. They can pull it up on their phone and they know, oh, the sermon is 
two minutes left of the sermon. I got to get back to the green room and get ready. So all of our band members, anybody that is scheduled for that weekend, our greeters, they all can access the services live feature and they know, oh, offerings coming up next or whatever it might be. So again, making sure everyone's on the same page, they know, okay, the service is going to approximately be done by such and such time, which is pretty cool. You guys use it as well, don't you? Uh, we use Planning Center Services Live, honestly, kind of on and off because being on time hasn't been a value to everyone. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of on and off, but I would like to use it more, especially because for production, it is always a, like, it always is important for us to know. Yeah. And for the worship team. Like they're sitting backstage and they're like, okay, are we approaching 39 minutes or like how many minutes are left in like in the schedule allotted time? Right. Just because you're running planning center services live does not mean that you're going to be on time every time. Yeah. Um, But it is a good tool to say, okay, we are going to end at approximately this time or we ran way over on our first service we can't do that for our next service. What was too long? What do we need to address for the next service? So it's pretty important for us between our first and second service to be pretty close to the right time because our our kids' ministry is a pretty big ministry and they they do a lot of room setup stuff. And so they have to basically reset their Turn room around. before the next set of kids and come in. And the parking in. lot. And the parking can lot. be a big struggle yep. too, and so it, it's it's not as critical for our Saturday service because it's just one service, and it's not as critical for our last service, but it's pretty critical for our, between our first and second service on Sunday. So, yeah. But I do want to have another conversation with you about your Raspberry Pi setup running the planning center services backstage so that I can implement that. Mm, yes. Yeah. So backstage we have a just a basically it's a computer monitor mounted to the wall. We have multiple, but for the planning center services live feature part of it, it's a just a Raspberry Pi four that just has the web page open that is connected to that monitor and it's full screen so you can't see anything else wireless keyboard that's hidden and then basically I just remote access it um, each week to pull up to the get service. The, the next service open and ready to go. So we have uh, I don't know like eight or nine Raspberry Pis running around our building but maybe that's another conversation oh, for another podcast. It totally is actually. So yeah we do a lot of Raspberry Pi digital science. Let me stuff. add that to our list actually because we didn't uh, have that on there before. We have a good list coming up though. We're we're super excited for topics that we've uh, planned out and, and all that stuff. So one of the most important parts of your worship services is your screen. Think about it. Everyone in your congregation looks to your screen for song lyrics, sermon notes, announcements, and scripture. 
It's a big deal. To keep your screens looking their very best, look no further than Church Motion Graphics. CMG has all of the eye-catching worship backgrounds, sermon and announcement slides, countdown videos, and more to bring your screens to life. Head over to churchmotiongraphics.com now to find your next great look. Just a reminder, we do have our amazing giveaway from CMG. So those that have not followed us on Instagram yet, you've got got to go follow us because all you have to do is follow us to get entered in to win a free premium subscription for CMG. And you have to do that before the end of the month of March, 2022. That is correct. That's when we'll select our winner. Which we're like... Half we're more than halfway through the month already. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's crazy. Time then, flies when you're having Easter. Fun. Hopefully, everyone out there's uh, got some Easter. We have a giant on. conference before Easter. Yikes! Like two weeks before Easter. Have you guys started planning uh, your Easter stuff yet? Yes, we have. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Probably going to have a very large worship team, worship choir. You're going to give everyone in your minders. <laughs> Won't be able to, nope. so we'll be putting out a wedge. Good old wedge. Um, maybe a couple wedges. Yep. And, you know, I, we missed an opportunity last time we talked about the monitor wedges. We didn't talk about potato wedges at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we didn't. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Cool. So you guys got some Easter stuff planned already? Yeah, got some Easter stuff in the works. Uh, is it uh, going to be a big production as far as the production side of it? The production or just side added of it people? will be big, but yeah, it's mostly added people. Yep. We're not doing like a skit or right. something like that. Yeah, nice. It'll it'll be a pretty regular service flow. Yep, cool. All right, well, I think we are out of time. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us rant. This has been pretty cool. Hopefully, uh, if you're not organized, try to get organized somehow, whether that's free or a paid option like Planning Center. But yeah, it's uh, super important. So uh, we will see you next Monday and have a good one. Adios.